Wednesday, December 13th, 2023. Season 2, Episode 68 of What's Eating Kale. Probably going to be a shorter than normal show today. You might appreciate that. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, guess what today is? It's hump day. Woo-woo! <laughs> uh, it's good stuff right there. Uh, makes my day. <laughs> it makes my day. Uh, well, we got some stuff coming up today. Uh, it's it's a little bit of a slow day, but um, I don't know. Some pretty pertinent things that I think everybody's going to want to know about. Carol, somebody and I are going to talk about weird things like uh, why your dog watches TV. Have you ever had that? We've had that. Talk about that in a little bit. Um, some headlines. Uh, not a lot of headlines today. And then uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Christmas and holiday tipping. It's a thing. It's very tip oriented nation that we live in right now. Maybe a world, I guess. I don't know. I, I haven't been out of the country in a while. Uh, perhaps a, a crazy tipping world. Um, but uh, anyway, we've been watching The Mentalist lately. The Mentalist. Uh, I think it was a 2000-something show with uh, Simon Baker. It's pretty good. I think we've mentioned this before, but it's, it's pretty fun. Uh, the shows are all good. Characters good. I, uh, I, I'm enjoying it. Got to get more into the holiday thing. We've only got a couple weeks left till uh, till uh, Christmas. Yeah, you're going here. Uh, update on my uh, weight loss, my health. I um, I'm wearing clothes now that I haven't been able to wear in a couple of years. And um, I, I'm, right now, I'm wearing a sweatshirt. I was looking for a sweatshirt this morning. I'm like, I wonder if those fit. I, it's a zip up thingy. <clears throat> and uh, when I first got it, how many two three years ago? It, it almost already didn't fit. And then I gained more weight and it, I, I couldn't wear it. And I can wear it just fine right now. I love that. So I, I've got a whole bunch of clothes that are a little bit too baggy on me now. And a whole new set of clothes that uh, I've been saving for a rainy day. And those are working out pretty good. We got a lot coming up in the, in the eating world. So... I just have to say that this diet, not even a diet, it's just a complete lifestyle change for us. And I know that sounds hokey and everybody says that, but it's what you're supposed, it's how you're supposed to eat. And when you eat how you're supposed to eat, this works out. This stuff works out. We've had days where we're like, okay, well, it's going to be kind of crazy. We've had Thanksgiving. We've had, um, you know, normally on the weekends we do one thing where we're like, either we're not going to care about calories or something, right? For one meal. Last week we had two and, uh, you know, still losing at the same clip we were before. I think the only time we went up, I don't know if it was Thanksgiving weekend or something. We, we, we'd done something early. I bet you it was Thanksgiving. And then we wound up having like two, three, maybe even a whole day worth of bad food. But we've got family coming up a couple of different occasions. We've got uh, dinners out. Uh, I hope... We're going to go see uh, Wonka on Saturday. We'll see if that happens. Um, uh, interestingly, one of our dogs the other day, we're sitting around watching TV, and a dog commercial came on. 
as there are many. For whatever reason, this dog commercial caught our dog's attention, and she started looking up at the screen, and she was really in on this thing. Didn't bark, didn't do anything, didn't growl, didn't, you know. But we used to have a dog. His name was Simba. Simba was a madman for the TV. I mean, he was, it was hard to watch TV with him. He was, I mean, I once had to sit on the floor holding his collar while we watched the movie Django Unchained. Because all the horses, every time there's a horse on the screen, or a cow, I think there's a scene with some cattle on the screen. He was an absolute madman. So, I asked Carol Sumbry about this, and she had some insight. She understands why dogs do that, and I don't. So, yeah. why are some dogs like completely oblivious of the TV and what's going on there, or don't care? Like even when they hear. Uh, a dog bark on there they don't care if they hear a doorbell they think it's their doorbell but so but some yeah. dogs are like super focused on it and if they see another animal or another dog they're they go bananas why why right. why, why is that well there's a lot of reasons one we could have thought it was fun and rewarded it um it depends on the breed some of the first of all the quality of the tvs have really improved so they're much you know much better quality than they were years ago so things are much clearer so a lot of times and they see differently than we do still but like some of the herding breeds will see that movement and they're very driven you know they were bred to move sheep or move cattle and so any type of movement can trigger them so some of the some of its breed um some of it can be because we rewarded it and thought it was funny. Um, some of it is because they weren't exposed to it. Again, going back to the the dogs who think a trash can is scary. I, mean, I have a dog that was living on the streets of Turkey. Sure. And, I mean, he's afraid on trash day. He's afraid of anything new in the environment. Um, and it's because there's a very small socialization window, it's called. It's the first few months of a dog's life that lays the template for the adult personality. And often what they don't experience during that time or what they experience maybe in a way that's scary or unique gets filed in their fearful category. So a lot of these dogs that like have lived on the street or have not had the experiences they should have, they don't know how to cope with things like the Christmas tree decorations, um, you know, visuals on the TV. And a lot of times I find that people will laugh or reward it or it's very does seem very much like the doorbell, which signifies somebody's coming to the door. I mean, we taught them that. Yep. You yep. think about it. Dogs did not come into this world. Don't want a doorbell ring. <laughs> Interesting stuff. I, yeah, uh, Carol's a little under the weather, so we have more conversations coming up with her, but we're just going to kind of wait until she can talk. <laughs> Hard to imagine Carol not being able to talk, but apparently it happens. So uh, what are we talking about for headlines today? Not a lot going on, except for one big one was Andre Brower, Brower, I think his name is Andre Brower. Uh, you know him. I, I, he Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, he was, uh, he's been an actor in all kinds of different TV shows. Uh, he's been in movies. Uh, tributes are pouring in. He passed away. Um, at age 61 after a brief illness is all that his publicist said. Um, but that uh, that was pretty shocking to see that. 61 years old, brief illness. Mm. Uh, you got to kind of wonder what that is. The, uh, the tributes are pouring in from all kinds of stars that uh, have worked with him and 
are all glowing, just saying he was one of the best. And uh, again, sad to see that. Sad to see that. I just, I mean, when you see him, he makes you feel good. And we need more people like that. In tech news, most companies are using AI. This is a headline that I read that I really just, I couldn't agree with more. It's really hard to talk people down. But this is a, Matthew Prince is the CEO of a a company named Cloudflare. Cloudflare is a go-between traffic, direct traffic to your website and your website. So it's a go-between. It handles that traffic. It secures that traffic. It makes sure that that traffic is not a threat to your website. It it provides a, a kind of a delay in if there's a denial of service attack or something like that on your website. You have to, you know, they'll keep your website up in a way. Uh, it's a little too technical to explain here, but uh, and, and until the problem can be resolved, so it'll seem like your website's working fine, even though it's technically dead. Cloudflare is pretty um, commonplace in um, hosting websites and in online and apps uh, online. Um, shops and apps and what have you and, and apps as well. So Matthew Price is the CEO of that company and he this was his headline this morning. Most companies are using AI right now are lighting money on fire. And I just couldn't agree with him more. I just can't. Now people think that they're, oh, we have to be on this. We're going to fall behind. Um, there's so much marketing going on saying you have to be on AI and in any industry. That, you know, people are talking about, here's how you use AI. Uh, Lisa, she's in HR, and she's gone to a couple of seminars, webinars on um, how HR can use AI. And it's all kind of crap. It's all, why is it crap? It's crap because it's, um, it can be helpful in a sense. You weren't aware of things like ChatGPT or something like that, OpenAI. Um, and so it can help you do some things. But letting it do things for you, there's nothing, it's not going to be replacing anybody's job now. It's not going to be replacing many jobs tomorrow. Now, in big tech industries like the movies and things like that, perhaps there's going to, you know, there's people pushing the envelope all the time, developing new things, and then using artificial intelligence to recreate things, to create things new. That's all there. But most companies just are not there. They're investing in it. Uh, Sports Illustrated just got blasted. Uh, people got fired because they were using AI to write stories that they were writing for people and people were paying them to write stories. And they found out that they were using AI to do it and uh, people got fired. Uh, AI is not a bad way to start uh, a writing process. Uh, if you if you you know hit writer's block, it's cool that way. But I mean, for the most part, just calm down. And you're not doing anything different. Um, we've done a ton of comparison with AIs where you just tell it to do a thing. Write this story. They're all the same. They're all the same. So you're not going to stand out, which is the point of marketing and point of, you know, whatever you're doing, you want to stand out and be different than you want to have a unique value proposition over your competitors. So anyway, couldn't agree with them more. It's a big problem. Uh, people are spending way too much money. People are focused way too much on it. Now, there's nothing wrong with keeping your eye on it. And there's nothing wrong with um, starting to understand how you might be able to use it going forward as the technology develops 
in a way that you can use it. Um, this reminds me a lot of Y2K. I was an IT director during Y2K and we were perplexed at all these companies. Oh, we'll help you survive Y2K. Well, and it, you know, it was doomsday and we had, we, we had a mm, hundred computers in the building. We had maybe five servers in the building and the only problem we were going to have was with our AP Newswire. Those machines that brought the news in from AP were so old that they weren't going to be able to understand the year 2000. And they would, they, we just knew that they wouldn't work properly. We only had four of them in the building anyway. So we just replaced them. Now, Y2K, a lot of people made a lot of money for no good reason because it really wasn't going to affect that many systems. Um, and there certainly were mission, and there's parts of Y2K that were real. Certainly it could have taken down infrastructure. There's all kinds of things that could have happened with Y2K, but for most companies, it wasn't going to be a problem yet. They got swindled. They got taken for a bunch of money. Um, it really required somebody to understand on the inside what you had and was that risk. So, um, I don't think I did this before, by the way, I did this time, uh, in sports headlines. Patrick Mahomes regrets his angry reaction to officials and especially to his reaction to Josh Allen after the game. Uh, he said, it's not a great example for kids. Well, uh, I just, mm. I haven't heard anybody on the Cincinnati, the, the Kansas city chiefs say that Kadarius Tony should, you know, like it's his fault. And that's not like a bad thing. He screwed up. And maybe he was just an innocent screw-up, or maybe he was just trying to be a little bit, you know, ahead of the game or something. But he screwed up. I can take, take accountability for the love of God, man. Awful. Uh, this is such a minor headline, but the Vikings are going to start a guy named Nick Mullins. He was the original number two quarterback. Uh, he was injured after Kirk Cousins was injured, so they've gone through a couple of other quarterbacks. Joshua Dobbs, unique story. He's doing great, won three of five games. Um, had a bad game last week, and so now um, they're going with Nick Mullins. I'm hoping this is desperation on the part of Minnesota and that they have no answers for how they're going to compete for the rest of the season because we got to play them one more time. We're going to be competing for them potentially for a wild card position, so we'll see how that goes. But uh, I, I just, I don't know. I like watching other teams fall apart, not, not ours like we did last week. Well, the other day, I guess. Let's get into the holiday spirit, shall we? So we got our annual Christmas card from our garbage men. And um, I say garbage men, and maybe that's politically incorrect. Garbage people. Waste management people. I don't know, I don't know what you call it. But, um, women are too smart to have that job. That's an awful job. I would hate it. I'm so glad there are people that do it. And we all owe them a tip. I'm just telling you right now, we owe them a tip. We uh, we just don't have a tip. I don't I don't know how else to describe it. Um, but we got they're they're so smart. They give us a Christmas card every year, a couple weeks before Christmas, and uh, of course we're gonna you know put a little coin in there. Um, but I I don't. We've done it every year, and I think there's a notion of well, it's their job. They that's what they get paid to do is they they do that. But quite frankly, we've thrown away some stuff. They've taken it. Threw away a whole grill. They just took it, threw it right in the back of the truck, drove off. Um, in our neighborhood, 
We don't even have to take our stuff to the end of the driveway. They come up the driveway and get it. <laughs> uh, it's embarrassing, really. Uh, so I, I'm, I, I get that. And then I start thinking of everything else. Okay. Mailmen, dog groomers, uh, maintenance workers, uh, you know, hairstylists, babysitters, if you have them, um, ride share drivers, restaurants. Do you do this differently this time of year? All these people we should be tipping. Um, we, we have people that clean the house every once in a while. Uh, I don't know how much is appropriate. I don't want to offend anybody. But we pay good money for these services anyway. So I don't want to like be ridiculous. And I suppose there's some rule of thumb that says, well, how much do you appreciate it? I, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't know how to gauge it. So if you go online, there's all kinds of lists. So I put together one that I thought was reasonable for us reasonable people. Restaurant delivery drivers, um, pay them 20%. I already do that anyway. Um, if 20% is less than $5, give them five bucks. We do that too. If I got a, if I got a 20% tip, that's like three bucks. I'm like, no way I'm doing that. Some people don't want to pay on the whole bill. They only want to pay on the actual cost of the item and they don't want to pay a tip on, they don't, they don't want to pay a tip on the, um, on the tax that's included on the bill. I, for me, I just, I, I just do. 20% at restaurants for everything. And then if a server is really good, I'm rounding up by how much ever I think they were good. Um, sometimes I go with uh, my friend Dennis. We always have a little contest to see who's going to tip more. And you want to just out tip the guy by $1. One time Dennis screwed up the math and tipped way too much, which was funny. Um, Rideshare drivers, 15 to 20% of the fare. I think that's appropriate. Here's uh, some things that I thought were interesting. Um, babysitters or nannies, um, dog sitters, pay them what it would cost for one visit, one, you know, one times pay. They should get like an extra. Here's like an extra. You normally, it normally costs this. All the hairstylists uh, equivalent to one visit. Like there's a number of these where it's like just pay them, like give them an extra one. I think that's kind of cool. Door attendance, if you have that, um, 20 to $100, depending on the level of service provided. I don't know about the $100 part. If I lived in a different place and made a completely different living, perhaps. Maintenance workers and housekeepers, one week's pay. Um, I don't know if I can agree with that one. Um, I think they get paid pretty well. Uh, but I, I have an idea what we're doing there. So... Repair people uh, if they're coming by the house this time of year or there's an emergency, give them 20 to 100 bucks depending on what they had to do. Newspaper carriers, make sure you give them a 10, 20, something like that. A $10 bill, $20 bill, not a percentage. So trash collectors, this is the one that I went out for anyway. 10 to $25 per person, if they're a lot. Sometimes municipalities frown on that. I have no idea how many people... Um, collect our trash. Normally one guy comes up the driveway, loads up the truck. Well, it might be a different guy every week. I don't know how to do that. I don't know if they're throwing it all into a pool and splitting it up. So I'll have to figure that out. But um, 10 to $25 per person. 
dog walkers, one day or one, um, you know, service extra. Give them, you know, if they're going to walk your dog, it costs you 25 bucks. Give them 25 bucks for a tip. Dog groomers equivalent to one visit. I kind of like those, but it seems a little, I mean, our dog groomers are freaking expensive, man. I don't know about that. Postal delivery people, I didn't find one for that. Um, I don't know if they think that if something says that they are paid too much. I don't know. Uh, I didn't find one for that, but we're, I'm going to tip my guy. My guy has oftentimes brought mail right up to the door just because he's like, here, you know, this wasn't going to fit in there very good. Um, one time there was a certified letter that came in. He goes, I just thought I'd bring this up. I can sign it for you if you want, or you can sign it or whatever. I, it just, it was very nice. Um, so we had that going on and it was kind of nice. So that's the uh, Christmas holiday thing. Don't forget to tip your people. And don't forget that they're worth something. Especially if you appreciate it. Show your appreciation. Don't be a cheapskate. Don't be a don't be a wiener. That's what's eating kale today. Uh, we got something coming up with Carol Summer yet this week. We got Ben Hotes coming up this week. I promise it'll get better. <laughs> shows with just me, not that awesome. Until the next time. Make it a good one.